0: And don't forget to check out our website, www.hishardline.com. We're happy to have you. Let's get started.
1: evening ladies and gentlemen good evening good afternoon good morning wherever you're at in the world where we're at in the world is west michigan and it is tuesday august sixteenth, two 2022 thank you for joining us here at his heart line for another episode of one percent with him and today we're gonna to be reading out of the book of mark chapter 11 and then after that we're gonna be back here at quarter after eight for another his heart line discussion you do not want to miss this please come back and join us you will not want to miss this i'm telling you it's gonna be a great show and so anyways happy to have you all here today so we're gonna dive right into the reading i hope everybody had a great week so far as you know their monday went well and their tuesday went well so i hope everybody is just you know having just a fantastic just an overall outstanding start to the week so far so happy to have you here um just a couple quick show notes i haven't i felt like i haven't uh said this in a while and, and by the way, yes, I am Jason. If you haven't heard in the intro already, I am the co-host with God and Jesus Christ as the host, they are the ones that are in charge. They are the CEO. They are the, you know, well, they're the ones that run this ship. They're at the helm. And quite frankly, they're the ones that are steering us through this storm, through these crazy chaotic waters that we call life. And uh, as long as we continuously put our trust and faith in the Lord, he will steer us into a safe harbor. So welcome. Glad to have you all here. Excuse me. So today we're going to be reading out of Mark chapter 11. Today we're going to be reading out of the New American Standard Bible. And it reads, And as they approached Jerusalem at Bethphage and Bethany near the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the village opposite you. And immediately as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there on which no one has ever sat. Untie it and bring it here. And if anyone says to you, why are you doing this? Say the Lord has need of it. And immediately he will send it back here. They went away and found a colt tied at the door outside in the street and they untied it. And some of the bystanders were saying to them, why are you, what are you doing untying the colt? And they told him just as Jesus had said and they gave them permission. They brought the colt to Jesus and put their cloaks on it, and he sat on it, and many people spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread leafy branches, which they had cut from the fields. And those who went in front and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest. And Jesus entered Jerusalem and came into the temple area. And after looking around at everything, he left for Bethany with the twelve, since it was already late. On the next day, when they had left Bethany, he became hungry. Seeing from a distance a fig tree in leaf, he went to see if perhaps he would find anything on it and when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves for it was not the season for figs and he said to it may no one ever eat fruit from you again and his disciples were listening then they came to jerusalem and he entered the temple area and began to drive out those who were selling and buying on the temple grounds and he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who were selling doves and he would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the temple grounds. And he began to teach and say to them, Is it not written, my house will be called a house of prayer for all the nations? But you have made it a den of robbers. And the chief priests and the scribes heard this, and they began seeking how, how to put him to death. For they were afraid of him, because all the crowd was astonished at his teaching. And whenever evening came, they would leave the city and as they were passing by in the morning they saw the fig tree withered from the roots up and being reminded peter said to him rabbi look the fig tree that you cursed has withered and jesus answered and said to them have faith in god truly i say to you whoever says to this mountain be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes that what he says is going to happen it will be granted to him therefore I say to you all things for which you pray and ask believe that you have received them and they will be granted to you and whenever you stand praying forgive if you have anything against anyone so that your father who is in heaven will also forgive you for your offenses but if you do not forgive neither will your father who is in heaven forgive your offenses And they came again to Jerusalem, and he was walking in the temple area. And the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders came to him and began saying to him, By what authority are you doing these things? Or who gave you this authority to do these things? But Jesus said to them, I will ask you one question, and you answer me. And then I will tell you, by what authority I do these things. Was the baptism of John from heaven or from men? Answer me. And they began considering the implications among themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say, Then why do you not believe him? But should we say from men? They were afraid of the people, for they all considered John to have been a real prophet. Answering Jesus, they said, We do not know. And Jesus said to them, Neither am I telling you by what authority I do these things. What a powerful question that is right there. That's a very powerful question. So what does Mark chapter 11 mean? So to kind of go through a little summary here. Now, for the final time, Jesus goes into Jerusalem and he will not be ignored. And his first three acts are disruptive and he asserts his authority. He curses the fig tree, which is a symbol of Israel, and attacks the temple money-making industry. And once he has everyone's attention, he engages in the religious leaders in a series of debates that reveal the conflation between godliness and nationalism, and their rejection of true worship of God. And so Jesus left Galilee and traveled to the, you know, the region of Judea and and beyond the Jordan, and returning to the teaching ministry, and returning to the teaching ministry that he had suspended in his home district. Now he probably kept the typical Galilean custom of avoiding Samaria by crossing the Jordan River south of the Sea of Galilee, going uh, south through the Decapolis to Perea and then crossing west again near the northern edge of the Dead Sea where the road went through Jericho to Bethany and then to Bethphage and eventually Jerusalem. And then Jesus actually, so his first task is to display his identity as the Messiah and the King of the Jews by riding a donkey colt. Down the Mount of Olives toward Jerusalem. Now, people who were going to Jerusalem, many of whom had already heard that Jesus raised Lazarus and take leafy, you know, they took leafy branches and their cloaks and they laid them on the ground for Jesus to ride on. And then the crowd then declares that he has come in the name of the Lord to return the kingdom of David. And now this event is referred to as his triumphal entry into the city, and Jesus arrives as the temple late in the day and looks around the courtyard and returns to Bethany. Now, Mark, Mark likes to pair related stories around a third event. And he does so again here. And so the morning after the triumphal entry, Jesus headed back to Jerusalem and he noticed the fig tree had no fruit. And despite the fact that it isn't the season for figs, such trees were, you know, at that time, they were supposed to produce small and edible buds in preparation for later fruits. And this tree had no such buds, which means it provides no food now and won't produce figs later. And so Jesus curses it by declaring that no one will ever eat from it again. And when he reaches the temple, he sees money changers and bird merchants have set up shop in the temple courtyard where the Gentiles are meant to worship God and pray. So, of course, naturally, as you could tell, Jesus, in a fit of rage, turns over all their tables and their shops and and stops the people from using the courtyard as a shortcut between Jerusalem proper and the Mount of Olives. And so the next morning, as Jesus and the disciples again travel from the Mount of Olives to Jerusalem, the disciples realize that the fig tree is withered and dead. And the fig tree... Jerusalem and the Jewish nation do not produce the fruit they were created for. So they must be judged. And you can see that referenced in Mark 11, verses 20 through 25. And so when Jesus and the disciples arrive at the temple courtyard, the religious and civil leaders ask him, who gave him the authority to chase out the vendors the day before? And he countered them by asking them if they believe that John the Baptist was a God-ordained prophet. Now, as you can tell, they were kind of in a conundrum there because if they answered yes, they lose the people's respect by displaying their theological hypocrisy. Now, on the contrary, if they had answered no, then they lose the people's respect either way because by slant, you know, they they would, you know, it would be looked at as you know, slandering John the Baptist. And so this reinforces the leaders' resolve to destroy Jesus secretly, where the crowd cannot defend him. And so throughout the rest of the Passion Week, the final few days prior to the crucifixion, Jesus will engage in many debates and teach many truths, and not all not all of which are recorded in Mark, you know, twelve through thirteen, by the way, but. It is his last chance before the crucifixion to get people to think about worship as God designed it to be and to reject the worldly nationalist fervor. And so his words and actions remind us to keep our eyes on God and not the things God has blessed us with. It's very important that we remember that, you know, so many people, forget that the things that we have in our life money home transportation different things that give us you know that create you know that give us the creature comforts of life if you will food clothing <clears throat> a lot of times it seems like a lot of people just like we read in yesterday when with with the well, with the um, conversation that the rich man had with Jesus you know how when he asked how he can you know obtain eternal life in heaven. And that's when Jesus laid all the commandments and then the rich man then therefore went and said, well, yeah, but I have followed all these since youth. He says, yeah, but you're missing one key element, basically, and that's to sell all your possessions and and give give that money, if you will, to the poor and follow me and you will have eternal life. And, you know, basically you will be paid 100 fold in heaven and treasures in heaven. Well, he didn't like that answer. And of course, as you can tell, to his disappointment. You can pretty much you know tell that he just wasn't about that because he idolized his possessions his, his wealth and you know that's a that's a big thing that many people these days like that rich man that we read about in mark chapter 10 there's a lot of people out there that really idolize their things they idolize their phones they idolize social media their cars their wardrobes jewelry, you know there's so many things out there that people idolize. I I just don't understand it. I mean, heck, I was just thinking about this today. I mean, they got shows out there even called American Idol for crying out loud. You know, our our whole our whole society in America seems to be built on idolism, you know, idealism. And too many people keep their eyes on their things rather than their eyes on God. And, and people also often forget that, remember, no matter what we own and what we possess, it all belongs to God at the end of the day. We need to keep that in mind. It all belongs to God. We're just stewards of all these resources and all these things. So people need to remember that. Anyway that's all i got for you today kind of a short short one percent with him we're gonna say a little prayer and i encourage you all to join me on the next show we got a pretty good one coming up um actually it's i mean i would like to think all of them are really good but i'm really excited for this one because uh yeah it's just it's it's i'm gonna have fun with this one so let's bow our heads and pray heavenly father As usual, we always thank you for all that you do, for all that you give us, for all that you are. And thank you for giving us discernment and to help us be able to, you know, to be able to really figure out what's real truth out there and anything, if I've ever said anything here that you deem to be not factual or truthful, please let it fall on deaf ears. I absolutely do my best to make sure that I do your will and serve your people in the most honest and ethical and truthful manner that I know how. And yes, if there are things that I make a mistake on, I do my absolute best to correct the record. to admit when i am wrong or if i had something slightly skewed so i always ask that you guide my mind guide my thoughts guide my words and my actions and i pray for that as well for anybody that listens help guide their thoughts and their words and their actions and we also ask for your forgiveness for our sins we need you back in this nation we need to have you back in our lives and you need to be centered around all that we do so we repent of our sins not just individually but collectively as a nation because if we're ever going to return as a blessed nation under you god the father in heaven we need to repent of our sins and so with all of this i pray in your holy son's name jesus christ amen and so that is all i have for you today and uh, like I said, <clears throat> we're going to be back here in about five minutes. I know the show starts at 815, but I might start a little sooner. Um, so we'll be back here and uh, for his hardline discussion. And if I don't see you on that side, we will be back here tomorrow for another 1% with him. And uh, yeah, I hope you all have a blessed day or a night wherever you're located in the world. And until then or the next time, have a good day.
0: And don't forget to check out our website, www.hishardline.com, for all the latest updates.